Hey guys, we are back with another episode of Every Straight Guy's Favorite Gay Guy. guy. And I am Spider. And I am DJ, not DJ. Sometimes he called me Ty. So Ty, Spider, whichever one y'all want to go by. Because clearly you be giving me all types of names that I don't (laughs) don't even ask for. Y'all, we have conversations before the episodes and I just get a little confused. (laughs) I don't know why. He's saying Ty and then one minute Spider. Like I just have like an alter ego or some shit. I call him Tyron. On the regular, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with Ty. Ty is cool. Whatever. We could just do Ty, but you I don't know, know, I'm I'm okay with that. It's only been a few days since we recorded last. So what's what's been up? Chilling. Um, I'm kind of excited by episode two. Um, just because I actually want people to actually take heat to this conversation that we're actually going to have. Um, this is a subject that people really don't touch on. Um, and I just want people to understand that we are never here to shame or bash anyone um yeah it's a safe space definitely a safe space definitely a safe space. anytime we talk about anything y'all it's a safe space i want you to feel comfortable listening to the show and being able to have two different perspectives on the conversations that we have um if you did miss episode one please go back and listen to episode one you can yeah, definitely please. get a feel on who we are as people um individually versus you know, and just like the chemistry between the two of us, because I'm that nigga. You feel me? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> but, so it's been um, good since last time. What's, what's what you got? Nothing your really. Plate? I've just been working, and um, you know, that's a, that's really about it. Just working, and how are you adjusting to this weather? I'm very ready for the weather. Oh, I you're, love, so, you're so excited. I love cold weather. Oh, my weather. gosh. I really do. Pathetic. Cold no. weather is just, I don't know, so much easier to be cute. Like, you can bundle up. Everybody's just nicer because it's cooler outside. I don't nicer. Know. I mean, get the fuck out the way. I'm I trying to go know. back inside. Like, when nice. it's summertime, everybody be so hot and angry in the rush. But, like, when you think it's cooler, so? I, I know so. I, for myself, personally, I know I be pissed most of the time. But, like, when it's cooler outside, I'm in a better mood. You know, I just can't really fuck with the winter like that. Why? I don't, it's just like over the past weekend, I had the worst body aches in like Child. a long time. All because I my body has to adjust to it's about to be winter soon. Well, and I'm not a fan of winter. I um, it. I would definitely have my heater on like 90, 95. Nice. Yes. It's just because I want to be able to. Feel like you went in the summertime? No, <laughs> the not, not the summertime, but I want to be able to feel like, you know, my nose is running. It's it's ice cold. I can't feel my fingers. I can't feel my toes. And when I walk inside, I get into a hot ass car or. No, I do agree with that. That's what I I'm do saying. like walking into a very warm place from being right. outside. No, I don't like being outside in the now, winter. That can give you, that can get you sick. Because it, it can confuse your body. Okay, well, what's Fair going myself. on? You jumping from 40 to 60 every 10 minutes. Like, what's going on? True. So, like, I want to adjust to this weather. So, I, what I've been doing, guys, take notes. What I've been doing when I get in my car, if it's, like, 70 or 60 outside, mm-hmm. 75 or 65, I adjust the, the AC to that same temperature outside so my body can get adjusted to it. Because I don't want to get in the car and put it on fucking 90 and it's... 75 outside just because i'm like ooh, that just that little breeze well, got me cold as fuck you know like him but i'm gonna jump my yeah, ass fuck in there and <laughs> like fuck, fuck that yeah. <laughs> you can have the sweaters and the hoodies and all that i love i'm okay with, that's that's my type of weather i want to be in some sweats free ball but man. you don't like the cold weather so what do you mean i'm not gonna be outside like that to be 
I'm not saying I want to be outside in the weather. I just like the weather. Like, when I do step outside, I'm able to bundle up. If y'all catch me with some sweats on in public, that's Tello. That I ain't got no drawers on. I always got on drawers. So. Straight up. That's <laughs> enough for me. Fuck, I don't need all the extra clothes on. Alrighty, so um, we're just going to go ahead and speed along. Well, not speed along, just move along, I guess, to the first segment of the show, which is the LGBT portion of the show. So, yeah, we're going to move on to that. Now the time has come. What's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? <laughs> Alrighty, so this week's um, LGBT we're going to be talking about Nene Leakes and Wendy Williams. So y'all know Nene just um said that she was quitting the real well not quitting the real she was not returning to the Real Housewives for a season thirteen, I think. I'm not sure. But um a court okay, so when the story broke, Monday Wendy Williams show came back on and she got on there and talked about it and she said, like, she had talked to Nene or whatever, but she had also threw a little shade and said, like, she didn't want Nene to have a show of her own because her life would just be boring. And she also didn't think that Nene wasn't going to be on the show anymore. She thought she was going to go back. So, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the week went on, and Sunday came, and Wendy was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen or whatever. And they kind of threw shade at um, Nene. I forget exactly what. Wendy Williams said, but Nene got on Instagram and said, Wendy needs to be more um, concerned with draining the water from her fat ass legs and feet. <laughs> <laughs> and she said what? that um, something about, oh, Andy Cohen, nobody knew you until you knew me. Who? Nene. No, I'm saying. Oh, it's oh. Andy Cohen. The white guy. Yeah, who okay. like is the host of the reunion. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, what yeah. happens live. So, um, I don't know. That was some shit to me. I don't know. Because Wendy and Nene have this, like, really weird relationship. I know that you don't know because you're not into pop culture. But, but I know of those people. You, but do you know they have, like, drama? No, I didn't know that. Okay, so they had, like, drama. And then they got back really, really cool. Okay. And now they have drama again. So, this lady named Medina who's on this, like... I think she's on Growing Up Hip Hop. I'm not sure. She got on there because she's friends with Wendy Williams. And she also was friends with Nene. But she got on there saying like, um, yeah, Nene, you need to stop talking shit about Wendy. You was just letting French Montana feel all over your pussy. So Nene responded today. She was she posted a picture looking in a purse and was like, <laughs> I'm trying to look for this. <laughs> she was like, I'm trying to look for the cat. That French Montana snatch child. <laughs> like, so. Who said that? Nene. That's what she said. That was her clapback. So, um, I don't know. Oh, wow. I did think it was funny that she said that Wendy Williams needed to drain her fat ass legs. And, <laughs> but that lady got lymphedema or some shit like that. So but I don't think her legs up. are really that big. They are, are huge. Are they? Yes. She has an issue now. Oh, see, I haven't watched the Wendy Williams show in like a minute. Oh, I love that show. She's so fucking messy. I live for that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if people, like, Wake up and say, okay, well, yeah, me and Wendy are really good friends, but I know she's messy as fuck. I think I'm not going to take it personal. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? So, it's not a job to be messy. It's her job to report on it, though, and give her opinion because I watch the show because I like what she has to say. But being messy and basically 
doing your homework and giving your opinion on something is two different things to me. I don't feel like she's like giving her opinion on things. I feel like well, she takes what she. I, I feel like opinion. she takes what she hear and put that shit with what she think, and then uh, just come up with this long That's ass, an opinion. <laughs> a horrible ass opinion. If That's you gotta put opinion. something together and uh, you assuming. And then when people come back and clap back and be like, oh, when are you talking shit, blah, 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 throw hands. She never gets mad, though. Why? She never gets that's mad because saying. that's her job. Right. I, I respect it. It's her job. Let me tell you something. The only time I really watched the Wendy Williams show is because of fucking Suzanne. I, I love, love Suzanne. Suzanne. Yo. I the, love her. Let me tell you. She's so corny. I, I used to watch Wendy Williams a lot just because of the shit she used to say. Her laugh. And just hearing her in the background made me so happy. Like, oh, my God, Suzanne's there. Like... But I feel like Suzanne really made the show. Like she makes the show. And um Norman. I Our love producer, Norman yes. Yes. He so be cute. he be on point with the fucking having that shit up there he for her. Just, he be ready. So like, they, Suzanne and Norman both are very funny. Suzanne is funnier. Suzanne is a lot funnier than Norman, but Norman is funny too. I don't really Oh, whatever. Yeah, He's about to hate on Norman. So we're going <laughs> to go just ahead and really move on. I don't really care for the nigga. I don't know him, you know. Suzanne's my bitch, y'all. So, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, we're going to move on into the icebreaker for this week, which is three questions that you would ask on a first date. Wow. So, that's a pretty good question. I know, right? Um, so, you could start. So, what type of guys are you into? Physically or... Well, of course, physically. Right? Yeah. Um, physically, um, black guys. Firstly, you wouldn't date outside of your um, ethnicity. I'm not opposed to it. It just has never. Have you ever? No, I've never dated outside my race. Have you ever, ever fucked around with someone outside your race? I've had sex with someone who's outside of my race, but I've never been in a relationship with, or like seriously dated someone who was it a Caucasian guy. Yes. Okay. I mean, I've talked to, I mean, I talked to, but I've had sex with other nationalities as well, not just black or white, but I've never dated someone who wasn't black. Makes sense. Um, This is a question that I enjoy asking on the first date or like when I'm getting to know someone. Y'all are going to think this question is wild as fuck, but whatever. What's the hardest drug you've ever done? The hardest? Mm-hmm. I've never done a hard drug besides marijuana, and I don't even consider marijuana a hard drug. So, yeah. Would you consider that as a hard I wouldn't consider it a hard drug, but, like, I didn't say what type of hard drugs have you done. I just said, what's the hardest drug that you've done? So, weed would be the hardest drug. Weed is definitely the hardest. Okay. For that stupid ass question. Okay. I mean. But otherwise. I don't think it's a stupid question. Because I've never had, I don't know, like, I've had X pills, but I've never taken them. Um, I want to try it. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there who are listening might be like, "Oh, yeah, you need to try it. Shit is legit." I've so never people, tried it, y'all, but I want to see what it's like. Well, maybe one day you should try it. I think live. I should definitely. And I asked that question on the first day just because, like, I just want to see not really how wild people are, but just like, what have you done? What kind of life have you lived uh, thus far? I don't know, and I just feel like. If they say I've done nothing, like you haven't done anything, kind of boring. Damn, I guess I'm boring as fuck. No, you smoked weed. There's a lot of people who've never smoked weed in their life, and I'm just like, wow, you've never done anything. Like that's the basics. Pathetic. But that's some okay. pathetic shit. 
I'm smoking a blend right now, y'all. I'm feeling good. Here you go. All right. <laughs> Please get you a blunt in your hand if you don't have one. Okay. So. Where do you work? Um, I work in. Um, it's kind of hard to describe my work because I'm not going to tell y'all like where I work, but. Um, I kind of work in sales, but I also kind of work in customer service, but also kind of management. It's weird. I, it's hard to describe, but yeah. I kind of feel like that shouldn't matter, especially on like a first date. Why are you worrying about where I work at? Why are you? But you about- just you just asked the question. That's what I'm saying. But I'm asking answering it for myself. You don't answer your own question. I mean, I didn't answer my own question. Okay, well. Bleed that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess my next question. <coughs> shit. Um, I guess my next question would be, what's been your longest relationship? Yeah, that it would be my next question. What's been your longest relationship? Eight months. <laughs> <laughs> Eight months. Like just sitting here saying that number, just like what the fuck. Like I, I almost made it to the uh, to a year. Almost four months shy. But. <coughs> The guy that I was dating for those eight months, um, we're really good friends. <coughs> we're really good friends to this day. Um, he's very, very good. He's a very cool guy. Um, we were friends prior to getting in a relationship, so we were friends for like a good two years, almost about to be three years. And it was just like one of those, hey, I want to see where this goes. Let's give it a shot. And I'm like, okay, cool. And just that first. Them, them first five to six months was amazing. Kind of got rocky after seven. I don't know what the fuck happened. Eight came and I just was like, you know what, this this ain't this ain't for me. Well, and I haven't been in a relationship since 2015. So okay. I'm approaching, you know, my prime stage of my life to where I'm like, you know what, I'm actually ready to commit, settle, um, have fun. With someone. Okay. I was say, what? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I but was, yeah. y'all, I wish I could have saw how I looked at him like, what? Like, don't judge me. Please don't judge me. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah. So, eight months. Okay. How long will it take before you let someone fuck? Um, that is when I would say, so you ready to go? You'll, tell, you'll say that? Yeah, why are we talking about this on the first date? And you'd be surprised people really that, bring that, that shit would up. be my thing. I would be like, I really would be like, You serious? You serious? And I don't know. I would wait on what his response would be. I would hope he would say no. I'm not serious. Oh, what if he was like, Oh, I'm just asking, you know, I just want to. And I know. would say, Oh, that's very inappropriate. Let's go ahead and move on. But you'll still sit there and eat? Um, probably, I, I probably would end the date. Really? Mm mm. You would or you wouldn't? I wouldn't. Okay, okay. Like, that would be very dramatic. I would just be like, okay, no, let's move on from that. I would have been at the other table, pussy. <laughs> pussy. Get the fuck. <laughs> um, my next question is going to be another weird one. What's your most toxic trait? Um, I would say for me, not being patient. Hmm. I think that's very, I, I'm very toxic with that. I am getting into this space to where I'm learning that Russian things don't, don't always turn out good and 
I've been more patient lately. I think patient to the point where it kind of scares me on some shit. And I'm like, damn, like, I just let that shit fly. Or I just let this person say this. Or I just let this shit happen. But you know what, Tyron, be patient. Because if you pop off, <laughs> let me tell you something, nigga. It's, that's a whole different person. But everyone that I've met or I've come in contact with mm-hmm. always be like, you know, you cool as fuck. But you're mean. So I'm like, well, what is your definition of mean? And they tell me was A, B, C, and D. And I'm like, well, that's like a dumbass reason to say I'm a mean guy. Just say that, you know, I'm not settling for bullshit. And I didn't give in to what you wanted. So now that makes me a mean person because I didn't want to see you new because I didn't want to show you my dick because I didn't want to fuck you because I didn't want to say yeah to going on a date. Just anything in that aspect. So, yeah, just having patience. Like, I'm horrible with that. Anything else I think I can, like, manage. Okay. Well, you can. Well, you just say you're trying to manage patience. So. No, no, I've got no. I'm not trying to. I'm way more patient. That was like two, three years ago. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So right now I'm just like to the point. It's like I just let shit be now, and motherfuckers be like, "That's not the the, the tyrant I met. Where is the tyrant that I met? that's gonna pop off instantly." I'm just like, I'm patient, my nigga. Like I'm cool. I'm not about to let the smallest shit get to me on some shit. So yeah. So <clears throat> with that being said, guys, I have more patience than I did before. But don't fucking try me. Okay, so we're just going to go ahead and move on to the main segment of the show, which is Let's Talk About It. Alrighty, so like um, Tyron was saying at the beginning of the show, like this um, discussion this week is going to be kind of deep, um, super serious. Like it's something that people really never talk about or is like lightly discussed or it's just like shoot away because it's super, not really taboo, but... It's just like not discussed. So not discussed as much. Cause as it needs it, to it, be. It, it is it is being discussed because that's a lot. I feel like now it's it's common. Like it's so common that now if I was to meet someone and they told me this is the lifestyle that I'm living, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, and okay, because I'm well educated on it. Right. So I don't want you to feel like, well, you. You can't be a friend or we can't be right. more. Or I can't love you because of the lifestyle that you're living. And I don't want anyone to ever feel like that, you know? Right. So the topic that we're talking about is dating someone with HIV. HIV. Um, so, yeah, I know a lot of people are ignorant to what HIV, AIDS, and all of that is. So, of course, we pulled up the definitions. Of course, um, he so, pulled up the definition. Well, yeah, of course I pulled up the definition. So, I'll give you the definition to HIV. Um, I'm probably not going to go over the entire definition. I'm just going to skim it. But um, it's a virus that attacks the cells in the immune system. Um, the virus destroys a type of white blood cell in the immune system called the T helper cell, also referred to as a CD4 cell, and uses these cells to make copies of itself. As HIV destroys more CD4 cells and makes more copies of itself, it gradually weakens a person's immune system. That's what HIV is. Um, so once you have HIV and it goes untreated for so long, it progresses and you then have AIDS, which is... AIDS. So basically what AIDS is or can be is basically symptoms or syndrome that causes 
by having like HIV. So like if you've had HIV for six to eight months, maybe a year or more, you don't know because you're always afraid to get tested. One day you go get tested and I'm like, okay, well, we did run your blood and it does show that you do have AIDS. Um, but the reason why you have AIDS is because you had HIV prior. So you have to have let HIV go an extended amount of time before even catching AIDS. And I know this for a fact, cause like I right. say, I'm a nurse. So I, we had to study shit like this in school. So with that being said that, so clearly basically, so it's an opportunistic, um, infection and it's like the last stage of like HIV basically. So it's like when the infection is very advanced or to the point to where you can't control it. Um, if it's left untreated, it can cause death. Like, so that's why when you hear a lot of people say, that's why you got AIDS and so many, so many people get defended by it because it's a, like another different conversation when it comes to exactly the next step from like having HIV. And another thing is like, once you do have AIDS, you can go back to having HIV. Definitely. You just have to, you know, start taking your regimens as needed. So when people who are taking their HIV meds and things like that, um are doing well they become undetectable and undetectable viral load is where the antiviral treatment has reduced the hiv to such a small quantity that it no longer is detected in the standard blood test so people living with hiv who have an undetectable viral load they can pass hiv on to someone during sex so not saying that you should have unprotected sex with like, not saying that someone who is undetectable, like, can have unprotected sex, but they cannot pass it on. But since they are still a carrier of HIV, it is best that they do use protection. So, um, yeah, those are, like, the three types of ways that, you know, you can have that virus. And um, it is very negatively looked on within the black community and also the gay community itself. Um, I know people just feel like you're dirty when you have HIV when really it could just have happened with you had sex with one person, you you got true and even like some people are born with it. So right. or like some people do drugs and you can get it from sharing needles with somebody definitely. by shooting up or something like that. It's not always a sexual type thing. Like, I don't know. But I do think that it is very negatively looked on because people, like I said, people are ignorant to what the definitions of all of them are. Right. And that you could be with someone who has HIV and not yourself have HIV. Right. Um, it's all about educating yourself, you know? Right. So would you date someone who was HIV positive? Just positive. Yeah, just positive. Honestly, I don't know. You don't know. I guess because I never had that situation happen to me before. But if I was to meet someone that did have it, mm-hmm. um, it would be like a conversation I would have with them. What would the conversation consist of? Like, how long has it been? Because, I mean, if it's just, if you're just positive, it has to be fresh. It takes months, guys. Let me tell you something. Don't ever listen to a family, a friend, um, when you find out they have HIV and they come back and say, oh, I've been taking my medicine for a month and my numbers have went down. It, it's not that easy. y'all. It's, it's not, not. It's definitely not that easy to go from, you know, positive to positive undetected within weeks and right. months. That it shit takes, takes a very it long takes time. time like maybe man. years. So it's all about 
taking your medication on time consistency and definitely like keeping up with lab work um going to see your doctor, doctor yeah because they'll tell you what your numbers are whatever the case right. may be. because you got to consistently have blood work and taking your pills because i know it's another thing that if you do take your pills but you don't take them consistently you can become resistant to a type of medication and it can no longer work for you and there are so there like medicine is advancing and there are a lot of different types of different antivirals that you could take to treat hiv but a lot of them consist of the same things and a lot of them are different regimens of the same pill so if you do become resistant to one you could be resistant to a whole lot of other ones and you got to go through a whole other trial trying to find out what works for you so it is best that can be a lot right exactly that can be a lot so it's best to just go ahead and treat that when you know it and just try to get the best help that you can but yeah i i like i said it will just have to be a conversation like what's like what's going on like have you been talking to anyone about it you know would you talk to someone with um, HIV? i also would have a, i would but okay. i would have a we would have a conversation of like so are you on like you know do you have a medication plan like what are you doing like what are what is what's your account are you have you been having sex with people did you tell the people that you were having sex with prior to that like are you a responsible person did you share this with the people that you're supposed to share with for those who are listening and you could be possibly be that person that has it and has not, you know, said anything to the people that you've ha- had sex with in, you know, your past couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever like that. I think that's a conversation that you definitely should have with right. those people just because it's like a serious issue. Right. It's a very serious. And thing. not only that, like you can like get is it jail time for sharing? Yeah, I think so intentionally sharing yes intentionally. okay yeah so it's just like not unknowingly yeah not only so if you don't know that so but i mean at that point they that's, would know so they still would still they would know though how what do you they would know though what do you mean because it's like how would okay so how would they know they have it unless they go get tested no like like they might not know that they're prior, prior right yeah maybe okay. i don't know I, I i don't even know the context because I, I, i'm just saying i wouldn't i would find it very hard to wake up, to know that I've been contracted with it about a month ago, but still come in to hang out with you and have sex with you, but not let you know nothing. Okay, yeah, now that's that would what, be messed up. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, now that's messed Versus up. Versus saying, hey, look, can we have a conversation? And then also, like... Your life is no verb. It's not. It's, it's really not. And you are still dateable, and I don't know. Because I, I just feel like people feel like their life is over when they get that news, and they just feel like... Nobody's ever going to want to talk to them or going to have to talk to someone else who has HIV or whatever. And that that's really not the case because modern medicine is, like, so advanced now. And I don't know. A lot of people who have HIV are a ton cleaner than the people who don't. Let me tell you. And, and speaking from, you know, um, speaking from a nursing side, I've noticed that a lot of people that does have it um, are way more careful with who they sleep with. Um, they're way more careful with, you know, getting tested way more f- frequently than the people. Right. So they are more into their health because then, you know, their body's telling them, look, you need to keep up with me or I can't keep up with you. You see what I'm saying? So I just think that's like a really, a really big issue that people really don't, you know, get tested. And that should be, I feel like that should be like a major thing. Get tested. I go every three months. And that's like something I keep, to, you know, I was like, you know, I'll just go three months and just, you know, make sure that I'm good. Even if I am having sex, even if I'm not, 
that's just a thing that I like to do. And I, you know, I promised myself that since I was like 25. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like if I don't go, I just don't feel right. Like, what am I doing? Like, what am what am I nervous about? Never be afraid to go get tested, y'all. I know it can be a thing. Man, let me tell you, my first time that I went and got tested, I think that was like the worst testing experience. Let me tell y'all what happened. So I went with someone that I was really good friends with. Um, and he's a guy. And people, anyone knows that my ex-best friend, you already know who I'm talking about, looked like twins. People say we look just alike because we hung out that much. They thought we were brothers. So we ended up saying... You know, he was like, best friend, let's go get tested. I was like, okay, get tested where? No, I take that back. He said, I signed us up to go get tested. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, I got so defended. I'm like, why would you do that? He's like, I think we should go and, you know, get tested because I've been fucking around with, you know, such and such, such and such. And I'm nervous. And I signed both of us up Saturday to go get tested. So it was a, you know, set an appointment. Right. And so I said, all right, I guess, whatever. So we ended up going and we just sitting there. And, you know, they say, okay, well, the guy comes downstairs, me and this guy are, like, really good friends. Um, and every time I see him, because he still works there, he always comes down to the white guy, bald head, wears some glasses, look like Mr. Clean, just like Mr. Clean, y'all. Y'all might know who I'm talking about. Um, but, well, I say y'all might know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, he looked like Mr. Clean. Um, we will always, like, go up to the second floor, have a conversation. He'll ask me questions, so he'll be like, so, you know, if you haven't gotten tested, they're going to ask you, you know, name, your city, your, you know, your address. Um, do you want to keep it anonymous or not? Um, have you had sex with the same partner? Um, any new partners, female, vaginal, blase, blase, so on, so on. So I'm answering all the questions. Then he goes in and he comes out. So we're both sitting there. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I remember watching the TV because I think the view was on. And he was sitting to my left and he was sitting there shaking his leg. So that made it no better for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck. Like, he nervous as fuck. Like, so I'm looking over here. I'm like, you good? Like, he's like, nah, I ain't gonna lie. He's like, I'm nervous. He's like, I had sex with a few people. And he's just like, I haven't been tested in like, ever. I guess, I don't, I don't know if he said ever or a while. But I was just like, okay, you good? And I'll tell you, this boy was glistening at the forehead, y'all. Sweating. Sweating. So they opened the door and it was like, okay, who's going first? And he's just like, go first. Go first, best friend. I was like, fuck, all right. So I goes in uh, the doctor, started asking me questions, you know, you know, um, are you allergic to anything? Are you good with needles? Blase, blase. I said, yeah, I'm good with needles and blase, blase. I said, because this is what you're going to do. You're going to take this cup, go pee in this cup. So I go piss in the cup, come back, and I bring the cup to her. Once I bring the cup back to her, she's like, okay, I'm going to draw your blood. Cool. She drew my blood, whatever, whatever like that. So... After that, there is this curtain on the side, and it kind of divides, you know, you and the doctor, whatever like that. She was like, open this wrapping fucking thing and split it open and took out this fucking long-ass thick Q-tip and said, okay, here you go. You know what to do. Put it, bitch, know what the way? (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, what am I doing with this? She was like, you're swabbing your ass. So in my head, I was like, well, I don't know. I guess that's what I didn't know. So that's like I said, you know, it was my first time going to ever get tested. So I was nervous. I was like, well, I guess this is what gay people do. I don't fucking know. Like, guys, I've never been fucked in the ass, okay? If any, I've never been fucked in the ass. So I goes behind her and I was like, so how do you do this again? And she was like, well, the one in your left hand, which is a skinny blue one, you're going to swab in your throat. Mm-hmm. Cool. Did my little thing. Put in your ass. I was like, uh, I said, okay. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> 
I took the fucking Q-tip, y'all, and I put it in there. And I was like, well, how far am I going? She said, no. She said, go enough to where the tip is in and come out. I'm dry, first of all. Baby, you could have gave me some lube or something. Because, <laughs> son, oh, my God, hurt it. So fucking bad. I took it out and I, like, popped it and put it inside the little tube with the stuff on it and I locked it. And I locked it. So I come from back there and I sit down. Immediately I had a panic attack. Because I stick the Q-tip so far up because I didn't know what she was saying. Like she kept, she just kept saying, just. No. I took it out and popped it and put it inside. Okay. That's what I just told y'all. You're not listening to me. Jeez. I sat back in the chair. Yeah. So and she was just like. You all right? And I was like, no, I feel like I'm about to pass out. She's like, why? What did you do? I said, I don't know. I think I went too far up. Like, I don't remember. That's how I know I went too far because I, I, I just felt like she just needed a little poop or something on it. I didn't fucking know. So I was like, let me just whatever. And I just, like I said, put it in there. And I just sat down and I just was like sweating. And she was like, you all right? And I was like, no. I said, can I please have some more? I'm about to pass out. And I told her what I did. So she had to go call like the office manager and everybody because I guess they never had nobody to pass out or whatever like that. So my best friend like ran up there. He was like, "You good? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong?" And I was like, "I don't know. I think I'm about to pass out." Like I, at that point, <laughs> I just started sitting back or whatever like that. And I, you know, I drank the water and I was like, "Let me just chill for a few minutes." So I just sat there. And then with about five minutes, I started getting my vision and shit back. My ears stopped ringing and everything. And she's like, "Yeah, baby, I think you went too far, blase, blase." Oh so God. she left out, got my papers. <clears throat> From the man after he didn't, you know, did my HIV um, pricking the finger because they do prick the finger, y'all. Um, it takes about five to ten minutes before you get your results back. And if they say fifteen to twenty, maybe it changed. Maybe it could be twenty-five. I don't know. Once she came back in, she said, "So I just went and told your best friend what happened, and um, <clears throat> he said he bust Wait, out time laughing. Out, time out, time out. How did we get here?" What do you mean? Like I feel like we are so sidetracked. How do we? We're get not because I'm telling you about the time that I went and got tested oh, okay, for okay. the first time. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm like, wait, how we got there? And I'm just telling them about the experience that I had. Okay, okay. What, what like how it's getting tested? So once I um once she came back in and was like, okay, well this is your results. Your results came back, you know, negative for mm. the HIV, or whatever. Like that's like good. I ain't you know I ain't got to worry about that. So I feel like yes, <laughs> my numbers start over. So I feel like in my head I get the Go play again. You know what Get I'm saying? <laughs> so, but um, she was like, oh, I was like, I never did that shit before. I never stuck none of them. I said, I don't even play back that. She's like, and you know what's funny? She said, before you even came in, she said, your best friend said that. She said, your best friend said he's going to have the laugh of his life because he know that you don't get fucked. And instead of him <laughs> telling me, you know. That she was about to have to stick Q-tip up your asshole. You see what I'm saying, bro? And I'm just bro. like, I learned that day. And so now every time I go, I'll be like. When they be like, okay, well, here's, I'm like, I don't need that. Then I'm like, oh, this is, oh, like, I went and got tested last week. And I went and the lady drew my blood. She said, okay, pee in this cup. This one is to swap your throat. And this is for your rectal. I said, oh, baby, you could toss that rectal stick right now. She said, oh, you don't want it? I said, I ain't. Grown man over here. Get I said, I don't want that shit. I said, I can't do nothing with that stick. She's like, oh, I already know what type of guy you are. She said, I, I understand, baby. Girl, I'm just fine. letting you know. Girl, I'm just saying you did your job, right? Get out. <laughs> so anyway. Um would you date someone who had AIDS? No, I wouldn't. Why? 
I guess because the word AIDS sets like so many different alarms off for me. I don't know why. I'm going to agree and say I wouldn't either, but I do have reasons why I would not. Because if you, once again, back to responsibility, you're not being a responsible person if you do have AIDS at this point. You've let it progress to the point where you have AIDS. You haven't gotten on any medications or anything. So I would still give that person to come, give them the respect to have a conversation to find out what your story is. Like, what, what happened? Are you just finding out that you have it and you have had it so long that you now have Let me have tell you AIDS? something. Like you just said. You've letting it get to this point. Once again, well, you're right because there's you no conversation been to have. You haven't been getting tested, but there's either. no conversation to have. What What are we talking about? I, I shouldn't have to sit here and pamper you about would, why. No, no, I still would give that no, person the respect of having a conversation. And I'm not saying it to be a dick or be mean, but I feel like as a grown as a grown man, you should what? Should Come on, on, like. But I, I personally would still give them the respect of having a conversation about it because I just would want to know, like. So what is your story? Like why? why I don't even want to know your story. What has happened? I will have a good I day. Will. Like, um, sorry, I'm not trying to be a dick. You're very handsome. This date went well, but this this is just not going to work for still, us. I would want to know. And I w- and I mean, sitting on that other side, I would feel bad too if I was the type to have been in that person's shoes and really liked someone, and I really was like, I want to share this with you because I feel like I don't want to hide something from you, some something so sacred. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting together at dinner. I just want to have this conversation because I don't want to lose you the first time. But there is a ten out of ten chance it that it might if- not be the first date. You could. What, what if y'all are in love now? Okay, not in love. Maybe y'all love each other. Y'all like each, y'all is rocking hard. Right? This is before sex. Maybe y'all haven't had sex. Maybe y'all have been being real patient and y'all have not had sex. Or maybe y'all have had sex, but you've had protected sex. Either or, I'm setting the scene for the scenario. Um, I don't think I, I don't know how I would react in that situation because I've never been in that situation before. So honestly, it would just be a heart to heart conversation. Uh, um, okay, because I thought your answer was gonna be extremely fucking problematic. No, I just I think it's just something to have like a conversation. At the end of the day, I feel like no one should be judged. No one wakes up and say, "Hey, I want to have AIDS or HIV." You know. I mean, but they were. Extreme, they're being extremely unresponsible True. because they do have full-blown AIDS at this point. True. You have to keep that into consideration as well as you have to keep in consideration, I feel, as though they did not give you the respect of knowing that information. Right. And I'm assuming, well, with the scenario... It, I wouldn't have an issue with sex. having a conversation, but as far as like having a relationship after that point, I don't think I would, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would reach out and be like, hey... You know, I'm okay with this. Let's see where this goes. I would be like, you know, you waited a long time to tell me. You could have told me this from up front. Like, give me, you know, the choice to want to deal with something right. and I don't give me an option just because of how you feel about wanting to be with me physically right. or sexually. So, I would say it's a big no for me. <laughs> I still respect people I don't that has it. I don't have an issue with people that have it. I, I understand. But as far as, like, having a, a relationship with this person on a more serious level, I wouldn't. What about you? Um, I wouldn't. Okay. Um, and my reason is it goes back to being a responsible person because I just feel as though once you do find out that information, you need to take all the necessary steps in order to protect yourself and protect the people that you're going to come in sexual contact with. I agree. So 
Yeah, it's a it's a hard no for me. Okay. Because you're not being a responsible Damn, person. Damn, a hard no? Yeah, it's a hard no. <laughs> so if you're being irresponsible in that one aspect of your life, who knows what other aspects of your life that you're being completely unresponsible in as far as financial and just what you want to do with your life. Because you clearly don't want to do that much with your life if you're not paying attention to your health. At all. So, and I think health is a big thing. Health as um, well. Definitely get checked every definitely. two or three months if y'all can. Even if y'all have the same partner, still don't just do it. Right. You know, it's just do it. Because your together. same partner might not have the same Man, partner. Let me tell you. Hmm. And we don't want them issues at all. So Okay. That's my take on that issue, y'all. So Same. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Just... Get yourself. It's better to know. It is way better to know. And it's okay to go, you know, get tested and be afraid of not knowing what your status may be. Right. You know, just go. Look, I was relieved when I went. And like I said, I was nervous as fuck the first time. I was like, whoa, like, I've never got tested before. So this is something new to me. Like, same, you know. Well, it wasn't something that was like extremely brand new, but just not knowing is extremely scary. And then you just. Start thinking about all the things that you have done before you got tested. All and, the freak hoe shit. Right, like, well, I have been Nasty extremely shit. irresponsible no, in my sexual life. extremely a whore running right. the streets, you know? So, you, I don't know. Protect yourselves. Even if you are out here thotting and biting, doing what you do. Right. Just protect yourself from... We all have whole phases. Nothing's wrong with the whole phases. Right, phase, nothing you know? is wrong with that. Especially if you're single. But if you're going to be out here literally, you know... Having a party, then you know, party. you know, you know. I just feel like when you out, you know, jumping from person to person, mm-hmm. just like going from bar to bar. Okay. And if it's something that you like, you're gonna stick with it, and if it's boring, you're gonna leave and go to the next bar. So that's okay. just how I look at it. So if you're gonna party, party, like that party safely. You know, like right. choose the right bar to go into mm-hmm. and be comfortable. Call you know? your Uber. Call <laughs> with your friends. Oh, Lyft, right? <laughs> right. I'm joked out. So we're well, done with that topic, y'all. So that's what it is with that. If y'all have any questions, please DM us on Instagram or email us as well. Um, please, and we'll answer and just stay questions. aware. Just please, stay aware. Please, please make do. your friends aware. Don't don't shame that. Just My DM is very open aware. to anyone that wants to talk about anything that comes to um, STDs, HIV, AIDS. Um, Same. Just hit me up. I'm very knowledgeable about, you know, the situation, these topics, these issues. So, and I've just been told that I'm like... Easy to talk to, so well, get the fuck. Who I told have you that? Told that. So many people tell me that. Wow, they say, you know, it's just very easy. It's that punk ass voice, that's what huh? it is. It's that punk ass voice. Oh, see, that is problematic. <laughs> You're problematic, motherfucker. Just saying, you know, that's fucked up. Fuck you, whatever. It is what it is. With that shitty voice of hey, yours, hey, but hey, let me hey, tell you something it's whatever voice, pays the bills, okay? Whatever's covered. amazing, boy. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. All righty, so yeah, moving on. Okay, go ahead. Ready? Yeah. Alrighty. So um we're gonna move on to what would normally be bitch what happened, but this episode was a little heavy. Very serious. Although we like tried to lighten it up as much as we could, we did still want it to be as serious as possible because right. HIV is a very, very serious thing. Huge. Um some real shit though. Right. So, so um, we're not going to do a bitch what happened this week just because we just feel like it kind of be in poor taste to do that this week. But, you know, we do have an episode that, ooh, okay. Don't break I'm it the, now. I'm the one breaking <laughs> Look, equipment. Don't break the equipment. <laughs> Fuck. We, we got um, no money for it. We, we don't. <laughs> but, um, expensive, y'all. In all seriousness, though, um, 
we do have another episode that is dropping right after this episode. I know last time when we dropped episode one, a lot of y'all didn't know about episode two, but there is an episode four that is dropping the same day as this one. So go listen to that one as well. Just in case you didn't really laugh at this one, I'm sure you'll laugh at the next one because we're being ourselves ourselves and talking about ourselves so (laughs) shit i mean my life is some laughable shit so boy definitely follow me on instagram y'all at i am tired and look school i'm not done talking i don't like how that bitch tried to cut (laughs) me off just now but um no for real though um go get tested bitch that's what happened you went to go get tested and found out your fucking status and you're good okay that's what at least that's what we want for y'all and if you're not good good, that's good too just Take the proper steps in order to be good. Yeah, get get back to phase one, being back to you know that normal individual that you were before, or to, to a more healthier you if you right. So happen to come back with different results. Exactly. So, yeah. So um, fuck carefully and fuck responsibly. So um, until next time, definitely follow me on Instagram at DJ Not DJ is gonna be in the description below, and you can follow Spider at. I am Tyron underscore underscore once again. And you can follow our podcast page at your two fave guys pod on Instagram and Twitter and like, rate, comment, subscribe, all of that. Feedback. Please give us some feedback Please. so we can know. Um, like negative and positive because the only feedback we've been getting is, oh my God, you guys sound amazing. Who the hell said that? What? <laughs> Who sounded like that? Um, everybody. Everybody. Wow. Everybody. Y'all see how you talking bitch. about y'all? <laughs> what kind well, of shit um, is that? No, seriously. Um, please just keep listening. Keep supporting what we're doing, what we're trying to get out. We need more LGBT people on the forefront, putting out our opinions, putting out our lifestyle, normalizing that shit because it's not a lot different than the other shit y'all out here doing. So, yeah. And if you are in the local area in New Orleans, like yeah. Dale, Metairie, Kenner, um, and you want to be... RBR. Oh, yeah, or Baton Rouge. And if you want to be... Um, uh, a guest. <laughs> if you want to be a guest on the show, definitely hit us up. Um, we are definitely open to hearing different stories, um, right. experiences. Right now, we're I know I am. definitely for a trans man or a woman and somebody who has had a sugar daddy or somebody who was... A sugar daddy. We would really love to have you on to find out about that. And then also, it's so hard for me to find my straight guests because all of my straight friends are like, I don't be getting my ass ate. They lying. They of be course. Getting ass Every down. straight nigga getting that ass ate. Oh, what? Tickled. Be fucking <laughs> spit on. Hyped up. <laughs> you ain't got to play it to fake it. All right. You, you ain't got a lot of kicking, boo. We but, already um, know. No, seriously. If you are straight and you don't mind coming on the show to... Talk about a lot of shit that we're clearly talking about and being open and honest. That please hit us up because we would love to have you on and DM us. Pick your brain. So we are out through um, Alley Three Thousand. Right? We are out <laughs> on the ones um, <laughs> and the twos. But um, as I always say on every episode, peace from the where Middle East. Bye, Bye bitch, 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 bitch.